Hello and welcome to the Battle Cry podcast with Mark Meckler. Catch the original live broadcast Sunday nights at 8pm Eastern on Convention of States Facebook and Convention of States Project on YouTube. Go to conventionofstates.com pod to learn more. And now, here's the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. I am so excited to be here. It is Sunday night. I am Mark Meckler and this is the Sunday Night Battle Cry, of course, with me, your host, Mark Meckler. I'm excited for so many reasons tonight. One of the reasons is there is a revolution brewing in this country. You might have seen it bubbling up. This is how revolutions start. This is where wars are won. This is where the fight should be. And right now it's taking place at school board meetings across the country. We're going to do a lot of stuff on that. Before we do that, the other thing I'm really excited about is we've been working long and hard. I mean, long and a long, hard road to get to the new store is live. Yep, that's right. Conventionofstates.com forward slash store. We have a lot of cool stuff, man. Literally, this is something I've wanted for years is to have stuff that I want to wear, stuff that I think you're really going to want to wear, stuff that makes a statement. And we got a lot of it. And I'm not just telling you this because we want to sell stuff. It's great to sell stuff. I'm telling you this because we got a lot of cool stuff that I love wearing right now. First of all, like, look at the hat, right? Hell no, Joe. You, yeah, I hope you saw that Biden ATF came out with new regs on pistol braces. It's a very common, uh, there's at least 4 million of them in circulation in the U.S. right now, uh, used to uh, light for light arms, extendable pistol braces. They're really cool. Veterans, people who've lost some of the use in their hands and arms, makes them able to handle pistols. They're great tools, over 4 million of them sold, very common. The ATF is trying to make them illegal. And in fact, if you look at the new ATF regs, over 71 pages of proposed regs, they're trying to make everything illegal. I mean, it's literally crazy. What they're trying to do is drive firearms dealers out of business. If you read this stuff, my son is really deep in this stuff, doing some work on this stuff. He's read all of it, literally gonna drive firearms dealers out of business. I think that's the goal. I think this is what we got to say. Hell no, Joe. By the way, you can go to the ATF site. They have these things up for public comment. You should comment. You should read them. You should tell them why they're bad. They've received over 100,000 comments so far, the majority of them negative. I think a lot of this stuff is unconstitutional. It's going to be fought in the courts. But we need to tie up the administrative agencies in this case. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to pull it off. But you can get your hell no, Joe hat, just like I got says Convention of States over on this side right here. Let's see, can I turn the right way? And uh, lots of cool stuff on the side. I'm wearing a shirt that says, I will not comply with the will of tyrants. How's that? That's our attitude, an attitude of defiance. We will not comply with the will of tyrants. Instead, we'll say, hell no, Joe, check this one out. Another new hat from COS. I love this stuff. This new camo pattern, it's so cool. Very lightweight fabric, really comfy. Uh, you can see it on that side. I, I still got the tag on over here, but on this side, here we go. Can I get this out of the way? It says Convention Estates on this side. So these things are live. They'll start shipping this week and go place your orders tonight. There's a whole bunch more cool gear. We got Hell No Joe shirts and uh, just a lot of really cool stuff. My de favorite Defiant t-shirt. So we got it all for you. The store is live, conventionestates.com forward slash store. Make me proud. Go buy some stuff. All right, also, I'm going to talk to you at the end of the call about our intern program. So if you have young people who you know that are extraordinary, I'm telling you, they got to be extraordinary. We only hire the best of the best, the cream of the crop from all over the country. If you've got young people, say, from high school seniors up to maybe 23, 24 years old, and they're interested in the fight for liberty, they're interested in a paid internship to be engaged with the Convention of States, 
It's a full school year long program. It's really cool. We teach them servant leadership. We go on a trip somewhere in the country, usually Washington, D.C. If you know that young person in your life, that's America's future. You might want to have them watching at the end of the battle cry tonight because we're going to talk about that. I'm going to go deep into the intern program. I'm going to encourage you to get young people involved and I'm going to encourage you to donate to support our intern program. All right. So here's the main topic for tonight. The main topic is wokeism and wokeism specifically that's taking place in our local schools. When I say our local schools, I mean my local school. I mean here in the Leander Independent School District. It's bad. There's a lot of bad stuff going on. It's a conservative school district. It should be. It's not. I'm talking about your school district. I'm talking about what was going on in South Lake, Texas, where there was a parent revolt. They've overturned that school board and they've installed a conservative school board. It's going to end now. I'm talking every school board. I'm talking the birth of a movement. Every school board. We're going to take every school board in this country, you, me, regular folks, grandparents, parents, people who've never even had kids, you're going to take over the school boards. And I want to show you some of this stuff that's happening now. You might have seen it, but we're going to kind of compile some of it here tonight so that you can get a feel for why I'm so jacked up about this stuff. When I see just regular folks, folks who might be apolitical, folks who might not even agree with my political orientation, standing up at school board meetings saying, hell no, we're not going to take this anymore. It gets my blood going. It makes me excited. It makes me want to be in the fight even more than I am. It certainly makes me want to be in the school board fight. And I intend to be in this school board fight. So we're going to start tonight at the epicenter. This is one of the places where this whole movement started to break out. I have a lot of friends in this area, including close friends who are involved in this fight. This is Loudoun County, Virginia. And in Loudoun County, it's a pretty well-off county, uh, Northern Virginia, Nova, as it's commonly called. And it has gone insanely crazy, out of control, you know, open bathrooms, cross-gender stuff, teaching LGBT agenda, pro-abortion, you name it, it has gone completely crazy woke. And the school board is all in and the parents are pissed off. And so first I want to take you to Loudoun County, Virginia school board meeting. I want to see you, see you to see what happens. The school board, they're made up of a bunch of fascists and they're canceling public comment because they can't take it. They don't like what they're hearing. They got a revolution on their hands. Producer G, why don't you roll some tape on this You're for teaching us. children to hate others because of their skin color. And you're forcing them to lie about other kids' gender. I am disgusted by your bigotry. And Madam Chair, I move to end public comment. There's been a motion to end public comment. Is there a second? Thank you. The motion carries 9-0. Public comment is now ended. We will move to our next agenda. Yeah. Howard, look for that. Shame on you. Oh, man. Man, I wish I was there. Right? Do you, you see this? They cut his mic. He's speaking the truth, his bold, straight truth to that school board. They cut his mic. And then the gutless wonders, these pathetic examples of human beings, these spineless, woke snowflakes. What do they do? Emotion 
to suspend public comment. In other words, we don't give a damn about you. You're the parents, you're the people whose kids are at the school. We're not gonna listen to you anymore. See, cause we're high and mighty, we're all powerful and we don't have to take this. That's what they do. A motion to suspend public comment. A lot of debate on that. You notice on the school board, like some people say, no, that's not right. We shouldn't do it. There's a first amendment. These people have the right to air their grievances. Don't we air, to ask for redress of grievances? No, nine, zero. Nine people, all the people on that school board voted against continuing public comment. And what was the response? The response was the only rational response, right? Calling them cowards, shouting them down, screaming at them, yelling, chanting, shame on you. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I watch that, that's I want to be there. I want to be in the middle of that. It makes my blood boil. I'm thinking, shame on you. That's what I'm thinking in my heart, in my mind. Like I watch that. I shout aloud with it. By the way, one of the parents there got arrested because he said the board, it's not over in my opinion. This isn't over. And he wouldn't leave and they arrested him. Bad look on the part of Loudoun County officials. Remove them if you got to remove them. I understand that. And I'm not telling you guys to break the law. But arresting people at a school board meeting for nonviolent protest? Yeah, how does this compare? Explain to me how this compares to the Black Lives Matter movement, which this school board promotes, that was burning down our cities. $2 billion worth of property damage. 26, 27 people dead. The summer on fire, right? How does this compare to that? These parents are peacefully protesting asking to have their time at a school board meeting and being shut down by that school board. Shame on that school board. God bless those parents for standing up. To my friends there in Loudoun County, stand strong. I'm with you. I want to be there. I'm going to be in the fight. I'm going to start doing everything I can to support this fight. It jacks me up, right? This is how revolutions begin. I want you to think back for those of you that were involved in the Tea Party movement 10 years ago, 11 years ago, right? Do you remember how that started? Do you remember the videos of congressmen coming home to their districts for town halls? People shouting them down like this. People shouting, shame on you, congressmen refusing to answer questions. This is exactly how it starts. This is awesome grassroots energy. Support it, be involved in it, engage in it. It's incredible. It's across the board, right? I think these are parents of all political persuasions, all colors. Those people who are pissed off about our schools teaching racism, teaching bad stuff. You know what? You don't have to be sophisticated politically to understand this. You don't have to have followed politics. You don't even have to be an adult. This is taking place all across the country. That was in Loudoun County, Virginia. All right. This is in Minnesota. And I want you to hear some of the smartest, most straightforward talk you will ever hear in your life. And unbelievably, amazingly, this comes from a nine-year-old sitting before a school board in Minnesota. Producer G, roll the tape, please. Be here again. The other day I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I...
I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I, I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. I want to know this girl. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh, some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore, then. Get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. Oh, my God, I love that girl. I love that girl. We need 10 million of her, a nine-year-old, reading the riot act to the school board in an incredibly articulate way, calling them out on their crap. They told her, they said at a school board meeting two weeks before, no politics in school, no BLM in school. And then they made the posters and sent them to the schools to be put up of a poet who wrote a poem for Biden's inauguration. Oh, that's not political. A BLM, oh, that's not political. And she set them straight. Mark Meckler is fighting every day to call the first ever Article 5 Convention of States to drain the swamp once and for all. Join Mark and millions of other Americans by signing the official petition at conventionofstates.com slash pod. And now back to the show. Right, so I'm telling you this, I'm showing you this because I want you to see it's not complicated. Kids get it. Parents get it, right? People are furious. That kid is furious. And her question was great. She said, why should we follow any rules at all that we don't like if you can't even follow your own rules? Okay, so this is happening all over the country. Uh, we started in Loudoun County, Virginia. We're in Minnesota. Now we're going to go to Pennsylvania. I love this video. I love this video for a couple of reasons. This is a Pennsylvania man, a former member of the school board he's addressing. You'll notice his British accent, clearly now an American citizen, and he is going to teach the school board a thing or two about free speech in America, about our Constitution about his constitutional rights, about the constitutional rights of parents. Because apparently this school board has decided and they are being advised to censor the comments, the public comments of parents and others commenting on the behavior of the school board. They're being advised this by, I think by an outside counsel and he is demanding that she be terminated for advising the school board to violate the United States constitution. 
for censoring parents who want to speak publicly at school boards and watch what happens. And this is a lesson for all of us. They attempt to shut him down, right? They attempt to shout over him. There's a lawyer for the school board that's gonna come on, you're gonna hear the voice, and he's going to attempt to tell him that he can't make the kinds of comments that he's making. Wait till you see this epic smackdown. Producer G, roll it. Your power does not supersede that of the US Constitution and the First Amendment rights of the citizens of this great nation. Let's be very, very clear who has the power. Mr. It Campbell, is not government policy. Do not warn me or do not interrupt my time. That if, if you, you interrupt my time, personal insults like that again, my or time. if you personally direct your comments, you will Let be asked be very to clear. step away from I'm, the podium. I'm going to I am quote asked to you, you again, make your comments, I'm but do not just do name do not talk like over me. This is my comment, not your comment. I'm That's quoting to you it. now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. Yes. The, just, the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the okay. principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This yeah. is the First Amendment. Woo. And I will, I, will caution you, I will caution you, solicitor. There is a video camera to my left. If you edit this tape, then you're going to have a big legal problem on your hands because my right to critique your fascism, which is what this is, is constitutionally protected. There are emails, public record emails, in which the director of equity is lobbying and advocating for public comment to be censored in this school district. And you know what? You know what? Lobbying for it, advocating for it. We've got the school board president saying she'll do better at hitting the moot button in blatant violation of the Constitution for her lobbying and her advocacy of unconstitutional censorship. I yes. want you, the school board, to terminate the employment of Dr. Charissa yes. Gibson with immediate Woo. effect. Okay, so does that pump you up? Like, I want to know that guy. I want to know that little girl. I want to know these people. These are American heroes. These are people who are walking in the footsteps of the founders. They're stepping up. They're standing on the soapbox in the town square, doing their version of that, speaking their minds, speaking bold truth against the fascists. You know, there's more on that last video. He actually calls the, the chairman of the school board, Benito Mussolini. Chairman Benito Mussolini. That's what sets the solicitor off, the lawyer, who is trying to shut him down because he doesn't like it that they called the chairperson, Benito Mussolini. Too bad. That's public comment. That's robust debate. You don't have to like it. You don't have to enjoy it. By the way, he also started by saying that when he was on the school board, he got viciously attacked in a public forum and they tried to censor the tape and he called up the school board president and the lawyer and told him, you better put the tape back online. This school board has been censoring parents and others for a long time. And this guy, he's saying, it's not about your viewpoint. When I was on the school board, people were welcome to attack me, and I wanted that tape online. See, because he understands free speech. I think sometimes people who come from other countries 
understand it better than we do. He's obviously, he came from England. They don't have the First Amendment over there. He understands and loves and cherishes and is willing to protect and fight for and stand for the First Amendment. And it was a beautiful thing. These bullies, these fascists on the school boards, they'll try to mute you. They'll try to shout you down. They'll try to make legal threats against you. He was having none of it. You notice that? They're trying to shout him down. He said, no, this is my time. I'm allowed to speak. I have a constitutional right to speak. You can't tell me what to say. You can't tell me I'm not being nice enough. You can't tell me I'm being mean. I freaking love this, right? And you should love it too. Find out when your next school board meeting is and go. Support parents like this. Help rally parents like this. This needs to happen all over the country. Every single school board. Go woke, get thrown out of office. Go woke, face a raging crowd. Go woke, face parents who aren't going to tolerate it anymore. Go woke, get unelected. We, you, me, all of us, we're responsible for this. I don't care if you don't have kids in school. I don't care if you don't have grandkids in school. I don't care if you've never had kids. This is your fight. We lament that we've lost our education system. We're not going to win it back from the top down. It's not something that the president does. President Trump did an anti-CRT executive order, right? Good stuff. Did that win the fight? No, it got overturned the second Biden came in. We need to run these school boards and we need to set them right if we're going to fix our country. It's time to stop lamenting and start going to war. All right. The next one, so that, that's Pennsylvania. We've been in Minnesota. We've been in Virginia. The next one is just, I absolutely love this one. Uh, I don't remember exactly where this is, but I, I want you to watch this video. Okay, so this is a guy who is a parent uh, who is at a school board meeting, and he is a black parent that has one of the most beautiful takedowns of a school board on this critical race crap that you have ever seen in your life. I, I can't even do it justice. He talks really fast, so get your Ben Shapiro ears on, but I think you're going to love this one as much as I did. Go ahead, Producer G, roll the tape. When you talk about critical race theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other, how to dislike each other, that's pretty much, oh, yeah. that's pretty much all I can say. It's pretty much what it's going to all come down to. You're going to deliberately teach kids? This white kid right here got it better than you because he white? You're going to purposely tell a white kid? Oh, the black people are all down and suppressed. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? How do I get, first of all, wait, sign up, because I only got five minutes now, not five minutes. Two medical degrees, no mom, no dad in the house, work my way through college, sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You gonna tell me somebody that looked like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? What's sickening about this whole thing is what y'all doing right now is already something I do in my community right now to speak out against stuff because black folks are getting told by other black folks, oh, you know you ain't gonna be able to do nothing out there in the world because them white folks ain't gonna let you get no, oh, you know you're not gonna be able to do it because you know, white, the, the white man, the white man gonna keep you down. Well, how did I get where I am right now if some white man kept me down? How am I now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now? How? What, what, what kept me down? What oppressed me? I work for myself from off the streets to where I am right now. You gonna sit here and tell me this lot yes. of critical race theory? Of uh, this, this, this the reason why black folks can't get ahead because of white folks? Are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we even talking about this right now. Man, see again, I'm just, oh, I hope that makes you feel the way it makes you. I wanna know that guy too. I wanna sit down for coffee with that guy and thank him. I wanna buy him dinner and thank him for speaking the truth boldly. Can you imagine how offensive that is to be him? The guy picks himself up. I know they hate this phrase. He lifts himself by his bootstraps. No mom, no dad in the home, right? No help, nobody helping him. 
He lifts himself up. He gets two medical degrees. He's in a supervisory position. He's got a big staff. And he's saying, you think you kept me down? Who's keeping black people down? I did this thing. Imagine how it feels to be him like, oh, no, you can't do that thing. People can't do that thing because people are keeping you down. People are keeping your people. Meanwhile, he's out in his community telling people, no, you can step up. You can do what I did. You can be what I am. You can elevate yourself. And who's fighting against him? These critical race crackpots. It's not critical race theory. It is state-sponsored racism. This guy's speaking the truth about it. We should celebrate people like this. We should be involved. You and I have to be involved in this fight. This is a super important fight. Do not sit on the sidelines. All of us, every school board, we got to be involved. I, I think this is super important stuff. It excites me. It pumps me up. I love this, all right? So this is the good stuff going on in the country right now. It's going on everywhere. If you find clips, send them to me. We'll play them. We'll put them on. We're going to be talking about this. I'm probably going to build a whole website around this. I think this is really exciting stuff. I hope you do too. It's very, very positive. Ben Shapiro has been predicting for a long time the blowback's going to come and it's severe. This is the wave beginning. I've been involved in two wave movements now, the Tea Party movement, the Convention of States movement. I know what it feels like when a wave is growing and this wave is growing. All right, we're going to switch off of the woke stuff and we're going to switch on to the stupid stuff. All right, Republicans, stupid, dumb, lame, idiotic Republicans decided they were going to do the great compromise with Joe Biden on infrastructure. This was stupid from the beginning. And when I say stupid, I mean stupid with a capital S, S-T-O-O-P-I-D. That's how stupid it is. Go ahead, Producer G, roll this tape of the stupid Republicans. And to answer your direct question, we have a deal. And uh, I think it's really important. We've all agreed that uh, none of us got what we all that we wanted. I clearly didn't get all I wanted. They gave more than I think maybe they were inclined to give in the first place. But this reminds me of the days we used to get an awful lot done up in the United States Congress. We actually oh, yeah. we had bipartisan deals. Oh, yeah. Deal. I'm, I feel so bipartisan good. Bipartisan deals need to compromise. Yeah. Here's how bipartisan that was. Did you see the morons standing there? You look at Mitt Romney. Anytime I see on stage Mitt Romney, Joe Manchin, uh, Susan Collins, Tester from Montana, Cinema. Uh, I see that group of, of imbeciles standing there. I know you got, a tr you got trouble. And the Republicans, they said, oh, we got a bipartisan deal on infrastructure. First of all, $1.2 trillion. Where are they getting that money from? Whose money is that? See, that's my money. It's your money. It's your grandkids' money. It's their grandkids' money. It's not their money. And they act like it's their money. They just feel like they got their own piggy bank, their own savings account. They're going to spend it out. They're stealing that money from you. And then the Republican senator sitting there grinning ear to ear like a bunch of imbeciles. And really, what's he do then? At the end of the press conference, he goes, and by the way, it's not actually really a compromise because I either get the rest of everything I asked for through reconciliation or we're not even going to do this deal. Like it's literally a bait and switch. They stood up there for a photo opportunity because they are idiots, right? Most of the Republicans didn't. God bless them for not standing in there, not being the fools. These guys got played for fools by Joe Biden because they are fools. Look at those names. Remember those names, right? So I, I hate to say this because sometimes he's been really good lately. You got Lindsey Graham, you got Mitt Romney at the fool end. You got Susan Collins at the fool end. You got Manchin, maybe the most powerful man in the Senate right now. God forbid, but I think that's the way it is. These people were played for friggin' fools. Is there going to be an infrastructure deal? I don't think so. I think this whole thing is dead on arrival. I think it all blew up. 
I think that's what's going on. All right, so we're going to switch now to the intern program. I think this is incredibly important. We saw that nine-year-old girl. Kids are the future of the country. Like That's not rocket science, right? They're going to grow up. So one of them is going to be sitting here in my place. They're going to be in your place. They're going to be voting. They're going to be running the institutions. We've got to raise them up right. We've got to take over the school boards. And when they come of age, when they're 18, 19, 20, 23 years old, we got to do something as leaders to help them become better leaders. What we do is we have an intern program here at Convention of States. We call it the Emerging Leaders Program, the ELP. We're going to take, I think, 13 emerging leaders this year. We had eight in our last program. It is a full year program. And I'm just telling you, we invest in these kids. We actually bring them in. We give them meaningful work, not rote work, not stupid stuff that doesn't need to be done. We teach them how to work. We teach them how to write resumes. We teach them how to interview. We do statesmanship training. We teach them the great uh, pieces of history that demonstrate incredible statesmanship. They read pieces from the great statesmen in, and women in American history and in world history. We teach them Western Civ. Some of these kids got it in school, some didn't. We do deep dives in Western Civ. And the most important thing we do, we teach them servant leadership. Because this is what you do. If you want to lead, you got to learn to serve. And nobody's teaching these kids this out in the real world. The churches aren't teaching it. Most of the schools aren't teaching it. Like on a rare exception, kids go to Grove City. They go to Hillsdale or someplace like that. They might get some of this or a lot of it. They're not getting it in most places. So we search out all over the country, get the cream of the crop. We expect to get hundreds of resumes and applications in. If you know a great kid, if you've got one of your grandkids that's special, if you know a neighbor's kid that's extraordinary, we only take the best of the best. I think we're going to have 13 this year. Applications are open at conventionofstates.com forward slash intern. I promise you it will be a transformative experience for these kids. My goal with these kids, a lot of them come to work for us permanently. My main goal, someday they're going to look back and say, the thing that transformed me, the thing that helped make me into what I am was that year-long internship that I did with Convention of States. So again, conventionofstates.com forward slash internship. All right, Producer G, do we have any questions? We're going to go to a few questions. Uh, let's see. Charlie Stovall wanted to know what happened to free speech. The answer is it's under full-blown assault. And by the way, free speech isn't free. We have to fight for it is the truth. And there's always been some limits on free speech. There's some craziness going on out there. Listen to Michael Knowles. Read Michael Knowles' new book. I'm reading it right now. It's incredible. It's called Speechless. I, um, I think you need to read it. Let's see. Donna Klopp says, how are we doing on Convention of States? We're doing great. Recently passed the House in North Carolina, the House in South Carolina, uh, the Assembly, which is essentially the House in uh, Wisconsin. We came out of committee in Nebraska, which we haven't been able to do for four years. We'll be up on the floor at the beginning of next year. Looking good in Ohio, looking good in Michigan. Things are going really well. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Who is this? Ty Smith. Oh, sorry. When I mentioned Ty, he's from Illinois. Uh, let's see what else we have before we close out here. Uh, oh, Ty Smith is the, the guy who spoke up, the black guy talking about who kept me down. He's from Illinois. So we had Pennsylvania, Virginia, Illinois, and Minnesota all weighing in. Uh, Angel Benwell says, I just started volunteering for COS. I'll be getting people to sign petitions in Grayling in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Angel. That's what you got to do. That's what we're going to close with. If you want to know how to be involved, go to conventionofstates.com. Click on the petition. Sign that petition. The next step, that's not enough. Click on the Take Action tab. Become a volunteer. You want to volunteer, go to Take Action. Click on Volunteer. Whatever you got, a couple hours a week, 10 hours a week. We need you. We'll get you in. We just, I think, passed the 50 paid employees, Mark. This organization has become huge. Virtually all of those employees 
have come up out of the ranks from people like you who started volunteering because it was their passion. They worked their way up in state leadership. We recognize greatness. We brought them on board. That's what we do at Convention Estates. All right, next week, Sunday. What day is it? Fourth of July, Independence Day, incredible holiday. Celebrate, be safe. Think about what it means to live in the greatest, freest country in the history of the earth. We won't be here for the battle cry, but we're going to play a speech that I gave in New Jersey a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it was last weekend, I guess. Great speech, in my opinion. Not, I'm not saying that because it's my speech. I don't usually feel that way. I don't usually remember my own speeches. I heard from a lot of people. They liked the speech, so we decided to replay it. You guys can watch it next Sunday night if you happen to be around for the battle cry or watch it afterwards. I say go celebrate with your friends. Go celebrate with your family. Remember, this is the greatest country on earth. And don't forget, right after this, go watch Rick Green on his front porch because he's the coolest guy I know, and you'll love it and you'll learn from it. This has been the podcast version of The Battle Cry with Convention of States Action President Mark Meckler. Originally aired as a live video broadcast on Convention of States Facebook and Convention of States on YouTube. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod and become part of the solution that's as big as the problem. Thank you for listening.